The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. back here on analyze this and we're getting a legal lesson a early early 2023 legal lesson uh, we were speaking with uh attorney Dwayne henry earlier he gave us some political perspective what taking place with ringling brothers in uh 20 in washington dc in 2023 and uh now we're talking about um this this crazy um unfortunate situation where four students at the university of idaho um were murdered in december and um, the alleged murderer um, is a PhD in criminology uh, who was actually studying at Eastern Washington, I believe is, is a state, uh, is a university. And um, he actually lives in Pennsylvania and he was arrested while he was in Pennsylvania. But before we get to that, um, uh, Attorney, ha- Attorney Brian, uh, Brian was, was giving us the distinction with respect to guilt in law versus guilt in fact. As, uh, as opposed to guilt in law, so let me just yield back to you. You were you first gave us guilt in in fact, right? That that's correct. Yeah. Now go right ahead, sir. Okay, guilt in fact is the easy one. I mean, everybody understands this. You know, where the individual in fact did whatever it is they're being charged with, whatever the action is. Guilt in law is a whole different ballgame. Each and every citizen, regardless of circumstance is shrouded in the presumption of innocence under this system that we live under. Thus, the only way that we can convict them of a crime is if, in fact, before an impartial trier of fact, which is the, 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 the veneerman, the jurors, that the state or government, if you want to call them the government, proves beyond a reasonable doubt. In fact, that's the standard, the quantum of proof. They have to reach the standard of beyond a reasonable doubt, which is the highest standard in our judicial process that the the prosecutor has to meet in order to convict them at law. So that I don't care how heinous the crime, I don't care how obviously guilty the individual is in fact, they have these right to a trial. Mm-hmm. And once you, you know, once we uh, establish that, then we have to zealously uphold those rights because that's the only way that we can guarantee that should we need them, that they will be there. And when, uh, uh, basically, if you break it down in lay people language, if the government accuse someone of a charge, the government got to prove it. Well, yeah, they, they got to prove it, but they, they, they got to prove it beyond a reasonable, reasonable doubt. doubt. Correct. You, Correct. You see, if there exists a reasonable doubt, that person we have agreed should walk. Wow. That distinction, that beyond a reasonable doubt, yeah, that, that, that distinction, the um, is is the separator? Is it? It, 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 exactly. But, you know, this is one of the fundamental differences between the the Anglo uh, 
system of law where <laughs> the defendant had the responsibility of proving mm-hmm. their innocence. You see, when they established America, they flipped it on its head and uh, because of the fact that the system it was being abused. Imagine, you're walking down the street, you don't know anything from anything, and somebody picks you up, and the next thing you know, you're before a court of law, and you have to prove that you didn't do anything. You, you know, you don't even know what the issues are, but you have to prove you didn't do anything. You know, that, that, that's, that's only one step from the Inquisition. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we do all kinds of craziness to you, you know, and if you didn't, if you survived it, you were innocent. Mm-hmm. You know, when there was a high probability that you wouldn't survive whatever the you know you know the task is whether they you know they try to drown you or whatever uh, the other thing they did which was ridiculous no no just 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 to, to lay down some of the facts here okay. the, the crime the crime was committed november 13th 2022 in 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 idaho right okay um he was arrested 7 weeks later right Almost seven weeks after, and he was arrested in Pennsylvania. He right. himself is a student at Washington State University, which apparently is 10 minutes, right? No, here's it. Here what it say. The 28-year-old suspect last month finished his first semester as a PhD student in the criminal justice program at Washington State University's campus in Pullman, about a 15-minute drive west of Moscow, in Idaho. So this is the, just the proximity alone with these universities is shocking, right? But it's not uh, shocking for us here in the Virgin Islands. But this is pretty normal on the mainland, isn't it? With, with schools right next to each other or not far from each other? Well, okay. And, th- and in this case, we, we got, we're dealing with a state border involved as well. Right. Well, you know, that makes for the most juicy rivalries. Yes. In, in, in sports. Sports, <laughs> correct. Yeah. You know, it, but, you know, to give you an example, I mean, I went to Baruch College, which is at the City University of New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so... Wait, wait you, you went to Baruch? Yeah, I actually did go to Baruch. So, so, so you, you never met George Santos while he was there? No, I didn't meet, <laughs> I didn't meet George Santos while I was there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, but Baruch is, uh, Baruch is on 23rd Street, yeah. and then... NYU is, on, is right down, the, you know, in the village. Yeah, yeah. You have Pace University. <laughs> you, you have uh, a city, number city, of other... City College of New York. Exactly. On yeah. 68th Street, yeah. you have um, Hunter College. Correct. Uh, yeah. You know, so in a very small area, you have about... Uh, Five or six. Yeah, I mean the St. John's. That, that's in Queens. I know you got yeshiva. We we actually had two. We had two uh, rabbis, uh, student rabbis, on the show a couple weeks ago. Yeshiva is in Manhattan, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, you have, uh, and then you know, even law schools. You have Benjamin Cardozo. You got. Uh, uh, New York law, Brooklyn law, yeah. uh, Fordham, Fordham law, they in Manhattan, Fordham right? Law, Fordham law, uh, St. John's law, yeah, uh, and and the only one of those that I mention is not in Manhattan. 
you know, so, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, there's, and I didn't even mention NYU law and Columbia law all in wow. Manhattan. Yeah, and, and, and Columbia law of tongue. Columbia is actually of tongue anyway. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's still, it's, it's, it's still in the still borough. Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You, you get on the West Side Highway, you could be up tongue in a matter of minutes. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. And, and, and that's for discussion on another day because yeah. of the fact that the university is, is in a different part of Harlem than Harlem is proper. Oh, 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 oh without, without a doubt. Without, ha, no, no. Uh, like we just said, uh, yeah, Harlem proper, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now, now with this, with. The individual being a student in the state of Washington, the crime situs is in the state of Idaho. Mm-hmm. He living in Pennsylvania. Uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. And this is a classic situation of the diversity of citizenship. Now, that is only important to understand that each state has the right to try its own cases. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it was a federal situation, I don't. Ma- it doesn't matter where in the United States they find you and they pick you up. They just bring you right to the place where, you know, the site of the trial is going to be. However, where you have a diversity of citizenship, there is a warrant that goes out. This warrant goes out to all of the all of the states and our territories, where they say this person is wanted. If they should discover this person, and let's say they find him in St. Croix, they mm-hmm. find him, you know, the person is held. That jurisdiction now, the only thing they're interested in, in is whether or not they accurately uh, got the person that's named in the warrant. Correct. That is the only issue that's considered. Now, the individual who is thus arrested has the right to a hearing, which is to contest the, the extra, the, the, no, no, not the charges, the extradition. Extradition, okay, you got yeah. it. You, you know, the hardest thing is to impart on, the, on these individuals that I am not here to deal with the issue that you are being accused of. I am here today to deal only with the issue of whether or not your identity on the warrant matches your identity in fact. In fact, okay. That's, yes, that's important. Uh, okay, so... Uh, critically important. Exactly. So, now, the, generally, as in the case that we're talking about, the, after they're explained all of the circumstances, their rights, and what have you, they would waive extradition. Now, so so would, so him waiving extradition yesterday was not abnormal. No. Okay. Because first of all, you got to remember, this is not an individual who would probably meet bail. If you are individuals who met bail, contesting extradition would be something that you might do just to give yourself more opportunities at this, you know, at not being taken from one state to the other state. Okay, okay, that's, that's important, yeah. But yeah. if you are in uh, detained, if you're in a correctional institution, what that does is prolong the time that you're there. You see, 
Uh, now, the, the only other difference is that if you go through the process of having them prove that you are who you are and you've asserted your right to a hearing, what's going to happen is that they, once the judge is satisfied that your identity matches the person that they want on the warrant, then the, the uh, extraditing state has a certain time period in which they can come for you or they have to come for you. Uh, uh, you see, these are all different things. And, that and are, that's generally how long? Uh, it varies. It, it's usually per statute. Uh, okay, uh, yes, yes, yes. So, so, so it depends on the, the state statute. Right, exactly. Okay. Um, that's, yeah. that's, important and as, then, that's important as well. Right. Because, because it's, not a, it's not a federal uniform thing. No, no, yeah. no. You know, you have you have fifty states in several jurisdictions that mm-hmm. all have their own little, you know, spin on spin on things. And then you, you know, then you're extradited. You're brought to, you know, you're brought to the offending state, and you face what's called the initial appearance. What we call advisor rights. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Uh, okay. But, and then the process starts. Uh, so, in, so in him waiving his extra uh, his extradition, he, he is pretty much saying, I'm good with going back to Idaho. No. What he's saying is, I want to minimize the amount of time that I'm in the uh, 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 Pennsylvania Correction detention. Of, okay, yes, 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 yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah. let's not waste no time with that, and let's get on with the business of getting me all the way to where I'm supposed to go to to end this ordeal or have the opportunity to end this ordeal vis-a-vis facing my accuser yeah. and, and, and what have you. You know, now his now, lawyer, I, I spoke with this with, with Tony Henry, his lawyer saying his client believes he will be exonerated. Um, isn't that kind of, you know, uh, risky because you when you're using the term believe instead of saying I I know I am innocent isn't that you know, isn't isn't there two different things there believe I'll be exaggerated meaning the, you you could say I know I commit the perfect crime and I gonna get away well not necessarily first of all you know that language needs to be examined under a microscope you know. Notice that the lawyer said what his client yes. believes, <laughs> not what he believes. Yeah. You know, what his client believes. And that's a judicious thing to say because of the fact that that lawyer probably doesn't have any facts other than what's in the warrant. Correct. And if he's lucky, I say if he's lucky because of the fact that he might not even have the affidavit in support of the warrant as yet he might simply just have the warrant so he couldn't he he could not make any definition definitive statement on any facts okay 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 so that's why you use that kind of language yeah yeah I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah you know that's 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 yeah. a vicious thing to do so, so, somewhat you know. somewhat opinionated as opposed to definitive right yeah. exactly yeah. You, you know 
you know, and, you know, you're not going to get, first of all, you're not going to get any lawyer that's going to come up there and say anything, you know, that, you know, uh, that seems to be contrition, you know, or, or an admission. He, he, she is going to try to put their best spin on whatever information is out there. You know, the other thing, you know, we at the public defender's office would more likely have no comment. Yeah. You know, I I would say, you know, I'm not at liberty to comment at this time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because, you know, words have power. Yeah, man, that's why, you know something, I'm glad you put it that way. Because that's how I see it when when I hear think. Right? My client thinks. I was like, wait a minute. I watch the TV and I said, what kind of quote is that? But, I mean, obviously, um, you, you just laid out why it wouldn't be a definitive declarative statement. In other words, I know um, my client is innocent simply because right now, all they have is a warrant which speaks to identification. Now, yeah. now the difference between the that lawyer's statement and let's say I wasn't a public defender. Let's say I was one of the proverbial hired guns. Yeah. I might look at it. See, I learned it where you share the the identity of your client. For example, I might say it this way. We believe yeah. that when the evidence comes out, that we would be exonerated. Yeah. 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 So, 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 look, so, so you can interpret, we got that break now, you can interpret what the what what lawyer say as I Sassano. That's what my client believes. Which is a distinction from what you say and when you say we believe because at that point, you know, we are we are in concert with how we view uh, this whole thing developing. We we'll take a break. We got our final thoughts uh, from Hannah LeBrand. Respect from a from a public defender perspective as to what is taking place with Brian Kohlberger, um, the Iowa, the alleged Iowa, the University of Idaho uh, murder suspect, where four young uh, people between 20 and 22 um, were murdered back in November. We'll take a break. Be back right after this. graduated from high school in the U.S. Virgin Islands, don't be stuck with college debt. Create your future for free with Free Tuition Plus at UVI. With Free Tuition Plus, your tuition is covered. Plus, you can use additional financial aid to pay for room and board and other expenses. At the University of the Virgin Islands, you'll receive a world-class education with opportunities to study abroad and gain hands-on experience. Choose from 99 majors, minors, and certificates on campus and online. Visit www.uvi.edu and apply today. If it's happening around the world... NPR's Frank Langfitt is in London covering this one. Hey, Frank. Good morning. Cuba is experiencing its biggest anti-government protests. If it's happening here at home... On a blistering hot day in Twin Falls, Idaho... On the northeast border of Mississippi, where the river nourishes rich and green... Morning Edition from NPR News will take you there, wherever the story is. Listen every weekday. 
from 6 to 8 a.m. here on WTJX FM 93.1. These days, people go to great lengths to shed the stress of daily life. There's acupuncture, deep tissue massage, meditation, yoga. At All Things Considered, we offer our own type of healing, invigorating news stories that span the rainbow of human experience. Nourish your mind and escape from the ordinary. Weekdays on All Things Considered from NPR News. From 5 to 8 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1. The news nowadays is a bit like our weather, much more extreme. The headlines that grab the most attention generate a lot of heat and not much light. On 1A, we rely on your questions and stories to help us better understand the issues that demand more than a few tweets. With your help, we'll get to the heart of the story together. Catch 1A at its new time, weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. And we're back here to analyze this, and uh, we're actually analyzing this um, unfortunate um, series Hello. of events that took place. Yeah, yeah, you can hear me? Uh, yes, I can hear you. Yeah, that's we got Attorney Mahanabal O'Brien uh, joining us this morning to explain to us from a public defender perspective what's going on here. So I look, I read in, and good morning once again, Counselor. Glad to have you on. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate you making the time to, to, to help me and help, you know, edify all of us as to the process. Uh, here we go. So check this out. Everything that you said, mm-hmm. right, I've read in a CNN article. Um, for example, um, Michael Mancuso, Monroe County, first assistant district attorney, on Tuesday posited that Kohlberger waived extradition because he wants to see what is in the affidavit. Quote, I definitely believe that one of the main reasons the defendant chose to waive extradition and hurry his return back to Idaho was the need to know what was in those documents. With those details still unknown, but well, that's a quote that was ended there. You know, he said, oh, and then he said, with those details still unknown, much public interest has focused on Koberger's criminal justice studies. Now, you are absolutely correct. Um, right now, we're at the warrant stage, which is about identification, right? Absolutely. He, he, he has no information whatsoever what's in the charging, uh, the supporting affidavit. The supporting affidavit, what it has to do is lay out with enough specificity what he in fact did or, or, or is alleged to have done. Uh, you don't get that part, and, and that's what I meant when I said his lawyer doesn't have any clue as to what's going on other than the face of the warrant saying that you are wanted for murder in such and such account. So 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 at this point you're saying it is more uh, form at the form stage than it is at the substance stage. Exactly. I mean, all all we're doing... See, there, there are times, you know, although it's rare... There are times when individuals, you know, are picked up and they have a different middle name mm-hmm. than the person who's under warrant. But 
you know, overzealous officers decide, oh, this must be the guy, and they didn't even look at his middle name. You know, so you 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 have a mechanism built in to to deal with that possibility that the identity of the individual is is wrong. Now, of course, a lot of the times, you know, you're answering to the name that's on the warrant. You've probably presented some kind of identification somewhere. You know, saying that you are this particular person, you know, like, you know, a shrewd police officer might say, excuse me, I need to ask you a few questions. Is your name such and such? They're not telling you why they're asking you what your name is, mm-hmm. you know. You know, and they might, if they're patient, they might ask you, you know, do you have any identification? You unwittingly got to get out your passport or your driver's license, you know, because of the fact that you just want to let them know that you are, in fact, the person who you say you are. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're sitting in court and those documents are now being used to establish that you are the person that the warrant is seeking. You see, this most often happens, by the way, in our territory when you're going through the customs area mm-hmm. where, you know, you have to identify yourself, you know, and then they have this blip. Oh, oh you know, there's a warrant out for this guy. You know, we got a live one, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, they don't say it like that so that you even know. Well, next thing you know, you have some individuals that's escorting you somewhere. Yeah, could man. You, could, could you come with us, please? Yeah. You know, and the next thing you know, you're an advisor rights with me or one of my staff. You know, and you have, and you're in the situation where you know you're worrying about. But you know, the craziest thing is that I've seen individuals who were on their way to the state that is seeking that person's return. Wow. And rather than let them simply get on the flight going to the place where they are being sought with a radio ahead, they take them off the plane, put them in a cell, (laughs) you know, and now the individual states one the detaining state has to house that person for a period of time that's money money yeah Goes and, and two and two the person who extraditing the individual has to send at least two representatives from their jurisdiction all the way here plus pay for a ticket for you know to take the defendant back to the offending state you, you know when you know, they simply could have let them just get on the plane and radio and, 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 and pick them up when when, when they landed. Wait, now, exactly. Now, Kohlberger, according uh, Kohlberger, is, Kohlberger is being held without bail in Pennsylvania. Uh, Lata County Prosecutor Bill Thompson said Friday, once Kohlberg is in Idaho, he is expected to make an initial appearance before a magistrate, and further hearings will will be scheduled. They also said here that he is a um, he is defined as a. I want to make sure I read this correctly because it's a, it's a little bit earlier. Um, a maximum, a maximum 
It's a very easy to talk to. Mm. Okay, he's considered a maximum status prisoner and is being held in a cell monitored by an officer at all times. Well, if, you, if, you, if you will help us out again. Okay, now, you know, I am not going to attempt to interpret their terminology. Yeah. But what, I, yeah. what I would say is that from all that I've read about this particular individual and the, and the scattered circumstances that we have about him, you know, they're trying to make sure that he's not a person who would be, one, prone to suicide, mm -hmm. or two, have someone else be it prisoner or, or, or somebody else, harm him, yeah, you, you see. Mm -hmm. So that's why, you know, and I mean, come on, this case is all over the country, probably all over the world in terms of the, uh, the scuttlebutt that's out there. So, and then when you read, when someone reads the ages of the four people who were murdered, 21, 21, 20, and 20 trying to further themselves by getting educated. You know, there's a sympathy level, and which brings a lot of rage as to, as to how they could kill these young people, these innocent young people. Well, the, the nature of the crime, too. I mean, you know, I haven't heard anywhere where they talk about a motive, you know. Uh, you well, know. well, the only motive they have, they have speculated on is he's a psychopath. Well, exactly, which would give rise to the idea that this individual might be prone to the suicide. suicide. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. see, the, the, you know, these are the these are the things that would make an uh, an entity say, you know, what we need to keep an eye on this joker. <laughs> you know, we need to make sure that then this person is never out of our sight. Uh, you know, we'd rather have we would have rather have justice, <laughs> you know, than to have an individual, uh, you know, do something like take their own life, uh, especially while they're in uh, 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 the authorities' custody. Now he got he got public defender, and the public defender making appearances on on the Today Show, NBC's Today Show, and all kind of thing, which is which is where he made the statement. Um, I think Labar is the name of the, the, the lawyer. And, and, and I make the statement that we referred to earlier, my client believes he'll be exonerated. I mean, I mean, where, where would he go about? I mean, is this a case, is this an example of where a counselor, something fall in their lap as public defender and they're looking for some limelight here? Maybe the, because that's, that's, it's a business as well. You know, you, you, you gotta, you gotta build, you gotta build, you gotta build your clientele, build your marketing. <laughs> yeah, no, well, first of all, no, because I, you, you know, I'm a sports junkie, right? Right. right and and right. one of the things that media does is they like to be the first person reporting. It is it ain't, ain't about the being accurate, you know. It's about I want to be the first person to report this thing. As a matter of fact, if you remember when uh, Kobe Bryant uh, died, um, unfortunately, in the helicopter. Uh, accident out in Calabasas, right? Mm -hmm. One guy for ABC News make the mistake and say he had um, multiple, uh, the, the, the numerous family members with him. When in fact it was only his, it was one daughter, right? Mm -hmm. that, that dude lose, that dude lose his job. You check well, well, Rush, well, rushing for fame, right? Well, well, let me say this, right? I, I'm not going to speculate as to why the, 
the, the public defender would be on the knee circuit. But this type of case having this level of profile, Correct. You, you know, you want to seek to control the narrative. You, you, you got into something to try to uh, buttress the negative media coverage. And God only knows there's going to be a lot of negative media uh, coverage. You know, one of the techniques that you use is, look, you know, I can't get a fair trial in this particular venue because of the fact that there's so much adverse publicity here where there's all kinds of misinformation out there that it's it's tainted the entire jury pool. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. You see... uh, And and we've had instances like that where cases that could have been tried in St. Thomas were tried in St. Croix, right? And vice versa? You know, rare, yes, but it is done. You know, know, and really what, you know, what uh, governs that is usually the prosecutions become overzealous. Mm -hmm. They start putting out information into the ether you know that makes the the citizenry who's going to make up the jury believe that they know something or enough to convict this person before the individual ever comes into court yeah i you know and our court system here in the virgin islands has grown up appreciably we have come from a situation where we only had the ability to try cases that had less than five-year exposure. That was in the 90s to the point where we now try our cases irrespective of what they're charged with. You have developed a magistrate division, a Supreme Court, you know, and this has all taken place in a relatively short period yeah, of time. within the last uh, 20, 25 years. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. You know, so I believe, and this is a prediction on my part, that the veneer process, how you pick a jury, will evolve eventually. But for right now, the judge controls the veneer process, where you're brought in a room with all these people and the judge asks some questions and the lawyers don't get a chance to follow up. In other jurisdictions, it is the lawyers, the prosecutor along with the defense uh, counsel, who controls the voir dire process. The voir dire process is just the picking of the jury. Uh, fancy French words. Anyhow, no, I, I did that while you did it. Um, while you did it, talking, I looking up veneer on them. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I just want to make sure I spell it right. V e n e e r. That's that, 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 that's the word. No, voir v o i v o v o i. Yeah, yeah. No, I I like in this year, man. And by the way, Doc School texted me. He said he said Neville when you said that. Um, you want to be more learned at 10 than you were when you started the show at 8. Today is a perfect example. This is a good educational class here. You, ha- you have a following already. You know, so, 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 VOIWA, help me out there. 
I want I want to incorporate this into my vernacular, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know, first of all, you you, you gotta you gotta consider geographically where you are. Yeah, yeah. Voir dire is is uh, pronounced voir dire. Depends. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I got I got it. Yeah, cause we go. We had a we had a show about three or four weeks ago. We were using none but Latin terms. So this is. This is it. I like this, yeah, man. A, pre- a preliminary examination of a witness. Exactly. Or a juror by a judge or counsel. Uh-huh. So, Doc Skull. Doc Skull. How's it pronounced, counselor? I want to make sure I pronounce it correctly. What's the terminology? Well, it depends on the geography. Yeah. It's voir dire. It's voir dire. Yeah. Or voir dire. No, no, we're going to say dear. We're going to say dear. Gonna say, as a matter of fact, I, I butchered, right? We didn't even have fun with me. Um, the way Henry, he, he said, I butchered starry decisis, right? <laughs> when, when, when we were talking about the... Uh, starry decisis. Starry, see, who I talking about, right? And he, he, said, I he said, I butchered it because we were talking about the situation with um, Judge Deary. And and the special master that that Trump had tried that tactic that Trump had used so uh, and they had they had uh, and they were also talking about um, no 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 I think that had to do with with um, no that had to do with the Supreme Court ruling for Jackson Jackson okay. v Dobbs and, okay. and and settled law that's what stare decisis means right settled law. Star decisis and let the decision stand. Let the decision stand, and, and apparently um, they were saying that a lot of these Supreme Court uh, nominees who are now justices, when Roe v. Wade came up, they said that's already settled, so we're gonna leave it or let the decision stand, like you just said. And then they went and turned around and sent it and blew it to smithereens. By the way, so so that's what we're dealing with. That we'll t- don't, don't go nowhere. Don't go nowhere. Okay, I, 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 because this 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 is sweet, right? <laughs> We're going to take one final break. I got one more question for you. Then I go, excuse me, because I go play at least one question before the show done. We, uh, okay. we, we got the one and only H. Hannibal O'Brien joining us uh, this morning, educating us with the legal process from a public defender's perspective, as well as just general uh, defense um, for those who have been accused and arrested. We'll be back right after this. <clears throat> hard to make room for even one more thing. So it's a real plus that All Things Considered from NPR News is great for multitaskers. You can confidently add being well-informed to your to-do list and know that you will get it done. Whether you're cleaning out your junk drawer on a quick drive or something else, listen to All Things Considered every weekday afternoon. From 5 to 8 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1. He said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24-7. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe. wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members. 
journalism that seeks and reveals. That's On Point with me, Meghna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Banking for your business. At Bank of St. Croix, our mobile apps provide access to business accounts on the go. And our merchant card services accept credit and debit payments anywhere, anytime. Plus, the online banking platform means your bank is always open. Bank of St. Croix has two locations, one in Gallows Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peter's Rest at 340-713-8500. BankofStCroix.com. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Darian. We call him Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. And we are back here to analyze this great, great discussion with the one and only Eternal Malabran. Out of the West, but New York roots, right? I mean, Virgin Islands roots, but a timeline in New York, right? I'm sorry? Frederick State roots, but some time in New York. Oh, oh definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, for me, Christian State roots with some time in New York, born in New York, you know what I mean? So, so, hey, we... We can't help where we're No, sir. No, sir. And, and we make no and, and we make no apologies for it either. It was what it was. But, you, know, you, you, you have that interesting duality, however. Yes. When it's convenient, you're a belonger. Yeah, man. When it's not convenient, <laughs> so you say Yankee. A Yankee. A Yankee. And, and look, me got no problem with it. I don't know what you want. Check, but but, but I, I just want to apologize to you because I have an affinity for Latin terminologies. I really do. Oh, okay. And, and so when you went there, I, I, I may have, you might have heard me getting giddy because I like that type <laughs> of thing. You check? And of course, having watched Law & Order religiously for a good eight to 10 year period of my life with uh, Ben Stone, right? When, when the first edition had Paul Rubinette, right? He, that was his assistant DA. And then of course, Jack McCoy afterward and all that mm -hmm. stuff. And uh, just hearing them use the terms like the prima facie and all that stuff. And, of course, at that time, right, the one reason why I did that was because I knew that I was going to, to be going into the political arena because I wanted to run for office. Right. So right. I thought that would help me, you know what I mean, make, make, me, uh, make the assimilation a little bit quicker and, and get understand. And then, of course, I learned, I learned here on this show. Yeah, know. but, see, you know, that's, you know, well, a lot of it is highfalutin. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. You know. It is. Um, because I mean, you know, when are, when when are you going to hear somebody in everyday speak say the sunum bonum? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean. But but I am a big believer in knowledge is kingdom. You know, and and mm -hmm. and the more you know, sometimes you might be in a situation where terms come up, and it's good to know what they're talking about. Well, uh, I remember when I was a, you know an undergrad, and I couldn't get any of my major courses. But there was this one obscure course called Greek and Latin Elements in English, mm -hmm. 
you know, and you know, I took it only because it fit in my schedule. But you know, uh, I can't think of any course that was more applicable to my daily life than that particular uh, liberal arts course. You know, and while you're gone, I'm looking it up. Uh, Voidir, speak the truth. <laughs> exactly. That's what I said. To speak the truth. That, that's just, the that, that's just, the that's the that's the meaning. Yeah. Exactly. Because you see, when when the lawyers control the voir dire process, right? The lawyers can go into the answer given by the perspective veneerman. Uh, you know, and that sounds kind of sexist, but you know, we're stuck with the word. Uh, the answers they give, sometimes we only deal with a yes or no answer. Mm -hmm. When the judge asks the question, you know, they, the, the only thing they turn around and ask is, can you be fair and impartial, notwithstanding the fact that you have blah, blah, blah. And, you know, the individual says yes or no, and they sit down and we have to deal with them on the jury. You know, now we don't know what we we never get a chance to flesh it out. Uh, whereas in other jurisdictions, the, the the judge may not even be present in the courtroom. It's just a room filled with individuals and the two lawyers, the two opposing sides attorneys, get to ask these questions out loud themselves. These questions are pre-prepared questions. And when the, when there is an answer given, they can now zero in on that particular veneerman and, and ask them follow-up questions, not just yes or no questions, but follow-up questions. And based on the information that they've gathered from the, you know, from the, from the process, they come back in front of the judge and tell the judge, well, you know, we're going to use these things called peremptory strikes, which is just, you know, you don't have to give a reason. I just don't want this person. Mm -hmm. Each side has a certain number of those kind of strikes. Yeah. And then yeah. you go into strikes for cause. You're saying, oh, no, this person, no, definitely. Because of, a, because of a reason. Yeah. Yes, because of a, they have a bias, et cetera, et cetera. Now, the judge doesn't always agree with you, of course. And, you know, and everybody's trying to shape the jury. That you know, uh, if it's a if it's a, a domestic violence case, you generally don't want a person who is a card carrying member of the woman's coalition <laughs> sitting on your jury. <laughs> right. You know, and. You know, disclaimer, my wife worked for 14 years uh, affiliated with the Women's Coalition. So, I, <laughs> you know, so I had to fight that battle every evening. Mm -hmm. You know, but yeah. no, but, you know, this course is good. Uh, uh, you well, know, I, I, like I said, um, veneer, which is V-E-N-I-R-E. -V and, and that, 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 that's the jury. That, that, that's the like, that's the selection of the the, the jury the, the jury panel, right? The, the process. Exactly. Yeah. Veneer veneer men is just the individuals who make up 
the veneer. The veneer, correct. And then, of course, what dear? Right? Which is to speak the truth. You know what I mean? So, exactly. so, so I'm going to add that to my list that I already compiled. Um, having read a number of cases, you know, I, I, I'm telling you, I just, I just like the Latin language. I, I don't know why it is. This, maybe it's a personal thing. So, for, for, Are you a Catholic? Episcopalian. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, you hear a lot of uh, Latin terms. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. In the ecclesiastic sense. Correct. Mm. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah, yeah, um, no. so, Kongsa, so let me ask you, let me ask sure, you um, um, to, to crystallize this discussion. Because of the profile, because you mentioned it with respect to this particular um, case, um, sure. this could be drawn out, right? <sighs> You know, any case can be drawn out. Uh, you know, for example, uh, expert witnesses. Mm -hmm. No doubt there's going to be some expert witnesses. Now, the question is, what kind of budget does that particular public defender office have that would allow them to challenge the state's expert witnesses? Will there be dueling expert witnesses with, uh, uh, you know, were there samples sent off for analysis? Did they preserve enough of those samples that were sent off for analysis so that you can have a defense expert have the opportunity to perform those analysis? Now, all of that takes time. Yes. Let, let me ask this question. Mm -hmm. Because there was a crossing of state lines, apparently, mm -hmm. is, is the Department of Justice looking at this? Well, now, that's interesting. You know, uh, I think it would be uh, crossing of state lines to, uh, to avoid prosecution. In order, for the, in order for the federal government to get involved in a case, it must implicate some federal law. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Uh, I can't say whether or not they're looking at it, but, you know, um, but it, it wouldn't surprise me if they, if they were. You know, given the, given the gruesome nature of the crime that it's at hand, you know, and maybe they may be looking at it from from a separate rubric, a, a la the um, the police officer's case. Uh, okay, that escapes me right now, where they were found guilty in state court, uh, and the feds took up the issue, and the the, the gentleman who was jogging. And these uh, uh, individuals ran them down and, um, you know, and shot the guy. Ahmad Aubrey, the one in um, Georgia? Uh, yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, there was a state trial on the actual murder, mm -hmm. which they were convicted on. And then there was a federal trial on the civil rights violations. Correct. Uh, yeah. So, you know, they might bifurcate the prosecutions that way. Um, wow. Uh, wow, wow, wow. This, this, this is going to be interesting. I'm going I go to be reaching out to you periodically, not every week or not every month, but every couple of months just so we go. <laughs> so, so because, you know, as, as developments take place, 
And well, right now he's uh, he's got a public defender. Uh, for all we know, you know, he might have a private lawyer by the time this whole thing um, shakes down. Well, you know, it depends on what kind of money he. Has. Yeah, 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 yeah. Correct. You know, if you know, or or you might find that there is a prominent lawyer out there who decides that this is a good springboard case like we, spo- like, like we spoke about earlier right, right. That, you know where i can where i can do it either pro pro se or vis-a-vis go fund me you know because there are certain, there, there are groups that will you know will support a, a high profile case you know from the point of view of providing the individual with defense assistance uh, although I, you know, I don't see how much of, you know, of a public interest uh, his defense would generate. Yeah, this one, it, it, this it, one it, because of the gruesome nature of the crime. Yeah. Well, because of the cavalier references, the you know the the TikTok and so forth, and mm-hmm. the bringing elements into the classroom, uh, uh, you, you know, uh, there's not a lot of. Uh, clam, clam, not, clamoring to provide support. Right, exactly. The there's, yeah. there's, there's not a lot of sim- sympathetic elements to the uh, to the accuser. Uh, to the, excuse, excuse me, the accused. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, you, you know, uh, there's no. You know, from from what's in the ether, there is no. I mean, again. You know, we don't even have a reasonable uh, why. <laughs> you know, you, you, we have a speculative why. Correct. Uh, you know, and in order to accomplish the kind of crime that we're talking about, the individuals could not be aware of their faith before it occurred. You know, what's the probability? I mean, I think it was stabbing that he's... Yeah, stabbing, yeah, yeah, stabbing to death, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, how many people sits around and wait for somebody, somebody to come stab? Yeah, man, yeah, man. That's, 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 you know, so. You're right, you're right there in that regard. Look, great, great conversation. Thanks thanks for taking some time out this morning to help educate all of we. We appreciate that. And look, I, I know you like the you like the national politics as well, and I want to get you I want to get your take at some point as as to Ringling Brothers twenty twenty three taking place in Congress on the House side. Well, uh, uh, at some point, at some point, we call me to talk, and you could take off your take off your federal take off your public defender hat, and we could do we could have that speculative conversation, which would be sweet as well. McCarthy, if he's interested in the, uh, assisting the American people, he might want to relinquish the idea of becoming speaker. Okay, that's you know, that's that's you know, if, yeah. you know, sometimes you got to. But it did, but it, but it did be because they got twenty people there holding holding two hundred others hostage. They did. That's the that, that's the point I'm making. You know, and, and, and but whomever takes it, they're gonna be looking over the show like they want the ability for five of them to decide at any time we could remove you. This is craziness. Oh, that is that that is you know that is you know that would make a serious circus every time somebody didn't agree with them, they removed them. I, I, I mean, mean I mean, on. I mean, what kind of what kind of this place? And 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 you know something. I said this after that the, the the situation in Buffalo. Remember we had the mass shooting in Buffalo, yeah. And then we had the mass shooting in Uvalde ten days later, right? Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. said, 
you know, we claim to be this civilized society. We we acting like we ain't civilized at all, Counselor. Uh, actually, actually, the Donald Trump presidency and his selling of the, his soul to the devil has made those latent elements feel that they are in the majority. Mm-hmm. And allow them to rear their ugly heads up in the manner in which they have heretofore never done. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. They got, they, they, I like the same thing. They got powers now <laughs> that they could have never imagined. And and what you know what you know what makes that um, m- m- makes it uh, more more flammable. They got blind believers who believe who, who 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 support the powers that they believe they have. That's the crazy part. Well, Neville, there's a lot of you who are in media who who underestimate the power of the media. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Say, oh, oh, well, Trump, Trump is proof of that because he's a media man. Right. If yeah. you say the same thing over and over again, don't care how false it is. People can believe it. it there's going to be people who are going to believe it. A percentage. Right. <laughs> you, you know, and not only believe it, but... Will, will, it, will it act on it, too? You're right. There you go. There that you go. is this scary part, willing to act on it. Oh, we saw that January 6th, uh, oh, 2021. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. Counselor, thanks a lot, man. Happy New Year. Great conversation, uh, uh, man. I love New it. Happy New Year to you and your listening audience, just the same. No, man, they're the ones who make the show what it is, man. I'm just <laughs> I'm just a conduit, and I appreciate this role. Thanks a lot, sir. Appreciate it. All right. Have a That's the one and only H. Annabelle O'Brien, public defender here in the Virgin Islands. The man providing awesome discourse and breaking things down in lay people language and Latin as well. Be good, be safe. Thanks for Henry as well. Great show today. Tony Bates, happy new year. You too, Dr. Treasure. Bye-bye. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. 1A is your place for daily conversation with thoughtful guests and listeners from around the country. Fridays are home to our news roundups, where we answer your questions about the biggest stories of the week. I'm Jen White. This year, we continue to celebrate your freedom to listen, weigh in, and share what you're curious about. And with your help, we'll get to the heart of the story together. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. Hi, I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! Democracy Now! features ideas and voices from some of the best minds of this generation and previous ones, including activists, muckrakers, visionaries, artists, risk takers, academics, and just folks, as in the most just folks who share a commitment to truth, democracy, justice, diversity, equality, and peace. Catch Democracy Now! at his new time, weekdays at 10 a.m. here on WTJX FM 93.1.